Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. We've still got nothing to talk about. Wee! Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of Twitter discourse. There's people whining online about numbers. We'll talk about numbers. There's people all upset about how the IIHF World Junior Championship of 2022 is going. And if it really matters, and what, like, what the heck? We we agreed last week it didn't matter. Big deal. <laughs> Living and dying. Um, Time to with... put coasts on waivers. I've seen enough. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what did we have? We had a close Latvia and Sweden game today. Uh. So so that means Wallstead had a good game. Uh, so we have to be fearful of that. Uh, but no, it's. I mean, that's. Uh... It's time to put uh, Carter Mazer in the in the rafters. Oh, um, true. Really Forgot about the, that. The opening night ceremony where he retires jersey uh, for his big IIHF performance. So pretty excited hey. about that. We just can we talk about how horrible it is saying IIHF like II twice in a row has got to be the worst two letters to say in a row. Like QQ, BB, CC, HH, MM, ZZ, YY. MM's probably w- the best. WW, like, we're all used to saying WWW and WWE. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think whenever I play Scrabble, my least two favorite letters are U and I. Um, but U is really just like three I's put together. Mm-hmm. So I just hate the letter I. Yeah, I I H F. I two two the one. I'm sorry, the one single worst letter to say twice in a row. All right, Jared wants to say bets on if Matt moved yet. Um, nobody took him up on that, so I'm pretty thrilled. Uh, I have not moved yet, and Mike. <laughs> yeah, the journey continues. Um, again, uh, probably I asked my real estate agent to to listen to the show because he wanted us to. Uh, talk about his new veg- vegetable popsicles that he's selling for kids. 
so he might be listening right now. Uh, but again, we were fucked. So this is two episodes in a row. I'm complaining about my real estate agent. But um, yeah, we, we were is all it- ready to move on the 27th. And uh, turns out the uh, sellers aren't moving until the 31st. So there'd be a little oh, bit of a mix up. Whoops. And thankfully somebody told us. Honey, so. we're home at home. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's getting put off for a week. So I'm not, not thrilled about that. Uh, Kat, so what's going on? I like this one. Hee ho. I like, like that a, too. It's a bit of a seven dwarfs. Right, it's it's an almost seven dwarfs reference there, uh, Eric, with the high guys. The high ho would have been right on point. Craig McDonald, what's going on, my man? Joey, I... what's going on? Joey says you finally made it to a live show. What is going on with you, Joey? What's going on yeah. with us? It's the same old, same old. We got barely any news to talk about. We're gonna overthink new Red Wing numbers. Yeah. It's uh, uh, it's so quiet. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant coming to the Red Wings. What would it take? Just kidding. I Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Is, um, is Durant, I, is, that a pist- is that a piston possibility? Is that why you brought that up? No, it's just that all the talking heads, that's all they, I was at the gym today and um, that's all they talked about and there's, there's no such thing. Uh, but we have a lot of high hoes. I'm hoping for one. Ahoy, ahoy. A uh, little Mr. Burns action. Can I get one of those? Oh, uh, that'd be great if I had that drop. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> um, did everybody get my my Twitter joke? I uh, or actually, it's not even a joke. It was just a reference. I threw out uh, Billy. Wait, is it Billy? Mm, what's his name? Well, here, Mike. You'll you'll recognize this fellow. What's up, bro? All right. So that's where the... Did you hear that? <laughs> I think that uh, you needed to write something that said, uh, definitely listen to the drop. Uh, right. Because I, I thought this was genius. And then I, I wrote, Eisenman going to get that ELC negotiated. Because I figured he's doing so great in the tournament that he'd have to schmooze Mazer here to get that ELC as low as possible. Um, but yeah, uh, we could... We can kind of make that my horrible segue to uh, discussing what's been going on. To slide number part. two. Yeah. Is that slide number two? I no, that's so. slide number one. Is it? We're not going to count the Twitter as a slide? Oh, no, that's just me pulling up Twitter. This is... Mike, right, you're not supposed... is... remember, you hate when I reveal how the sausage is made. This is this is us going Okay, slide one. So we're at Twitter one, slide one. Scores, scores tied after one. Can you keep track Which of that? Which is pretty good go for Cosa. Through? Yeah. Uh, Mazer, of course, with the six points, four goals and two assists. Uh, Red Savage, two goals and an assist. We got, I think, his little brother following us because it's another person named Savage. And it was after I made uh, a fun call out to his brother. Again, supposed brother. (laughs) I just, there's no way somebody just put Savage in their Twitter account and likes Red Savage posts. So, no, Uh, has to be a relative. Yeah, has to be his his brother or his father. Coast has gone a whole a whole week, Mike, and he's still he's still got that one win and the ninety one point six seven save percentage. Of course, we were halfway through our episode and found out uh, that he had a ninety percent save percentage. I think uh, Sabrango still had two assists. 
Jan Bednash. Um, hey, right. I mean, you know, we don't care. Right I, at this point, now we can lean back into we don't care about the World Juniors. It's an eighty-five point one four state percentage so far. Um, no, zero. I mean that's, a, that's how you kind of cherry pick the stats, right? I mean, he had an assist, which is pretty cool. Uh, he did <laughs> oh, win. Shoot. I didn't even see that he has an assist. Yeah, why would they? He, even he put won. That there? Uh, but what about the goaltending statistics? Is all the droids you're looking for? You know, just <laughs> look at the win column, look at the assist column. Wow, cool. And then just ignore uh, the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Who do? You, who's in net right now for for Canada? Do we? Can anybody confirm that for me? Um, I can confirm it is probably not Kosa. You know, for the love of God, I go to I Jesus I I HF and I want to see who's in that because clearly we're not watching this. We're recording right now. So anybody that's getting their sphincter all in a twist here, um, you can go to lineups and it just shows the entire lineup. It doesn't show who's playing today. This is just ridiculous. But if I use the app, it shows the starting lineups. So I, I, I don't know. What are we doing here? Come on. Um, Eric calling out. Uh, Wallander did get another assist today. So this is... Uh, Graphic made, I think, yesterday. Uh, but yeah, Edmondson did actually play today. Um, and again, like I mentioned, Sweden gets the win. I got it, by the way. It's Dylan Grand. Oh, he's in? Yeah. Very nice. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hey, Johnny on the spot. Here's Performance Johnny. art. Woo. What's going on, buddy? Um, what did we have? We had one. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to point out. The, the Niederbach uh, points here, Mike. Three points, all in one game. He pretty much won an entire game for Sweden. Kind of fun. Oh, and uh, Vero today added uh, a two-minute penalty. Two-minute minor to his uh, totals. Hey, you got to fill up that stat sheet. My oh, man. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, what else is there to talk about? Like, you, I, let's do this. You could get excited. The highs of highs, right? Carter Mazer, that's fun. We make our Mazer tweets. Um, you can... I. As much as I want to say the World Juniors don't matter... I don't know, an 85% save percentage. We we really got to dissect, like, how bad is the defense for the checks? <laughs> you know, well, like, that that might be one where we kind of, <laughs> you know, you don't know oh, the world juniors don't matter, but, uh, you know, we turn on 85% save percentage. I don't know why I'm throwing in my Beetlejuice impression. No, I, 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 uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh sandworms there. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, um, so, uh, and there's an impression appealing to two people. Um, I, you know, we, I think we kind of talked about this. Like, you, you're just going to use these stats to prop up guys uh, positively. And if things go poorly, you just, you know, chalk it up to, well, you know, he's on a young team. He's just getting some reps in. So I'm not really worried about Kosa. But, you know, Mazer, we're, you know, ready to put him in the rafters. And maybe he'll make the opening night roster. And I think the the most important thing is to just have that awareness of, you know, it's uh, still kind of advanced minor league hockey. Can I say that? Yeah, that's it's... no, that's on point. I and anybody who wants to argue with that, there's the door. no. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that big a deal if you want to argue it, but that I think that's spot on. Um, there's like one major point I think to talk about here, and it's uh, Dan B does a great job here of always transitioning us. Um, but we did have the will Edmondson play today or won't he? He goes in, 
18 minutes, 43 seconds today. Ooh, you get total shifts, 29 total shifts. That's actually kind of neat uh, off the World Juniors uh, website there. So will Edmondson play? Won't he? Clearly, he's carrying around a, some sort of injury with him. Uh, Joey says it's a tummy ache. Dan B throwing in. He's grimacing after a couple hits was the comment I just had up there. There it is. Um, now, we saw that he was missing before in the preseason. It was a will he, won't he. And there was like, I, I think there was like finger call outs or what have you. Dan B, let us know what you saw him grimacing on. Uh, and Joey thrown out there food poisoning. Uh, can we just pull out? Can we just pull out our boy? It's 18 minutes a little too much for our boy in a will he, won't he World Juniors game. I, I mean, I think that he sees you know, that he's going to have a chance to rub elbows with his, with the, with the elite of his peers. So it, from what I'm gathering, he did have some uh, food poisoning. So I think he was just trying to, you know, get his shifts in and then, you know, between <laughs> periods, get his uh, shits in, so to speak. <laughs> get his shits so, out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jared throws out there that gas station sushi will get you. I don't know. How, anybody can claim yes or no. It's the uh, Edmonton. Gas station sushi is bad as it is in Michigan. Um, so yeah, Dan B, let us know what you saw. The grimacing is that just was the poop coming out? Was it the the I finger th we heard about before preseason? Yeah, I I think it was just related to poop. Um, I think he's gonna be okay. Um, yeah, Dan B says uh, he got tied up along the boards. Nothing serious, but he was feeling it a bit. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, that could when you've got the shits. That's, that's it right there, right? You get tied up along the boards. You, where are they pressing? Right in the middle. It's going to hurt. All right. Um, I don't know. This is going to be This is gonna be for me. I feel like we're just hemming and hawing, trying to find something else to talk about. And what could be more evident than me pulling up this list next <laughs> of all the new That the jersey numbers, numbers have been decided. <laughs> so we're going to try and make this kind of fun. Because people are, uh, well, what do we do? We wanted to call out here. Ben Sherratt, number eight. Pissick, number 43. I really leaned into that Pissick. Pissick. Okay. You really uh, punched Wal the piss in that one. Walman uh, taking 96. Um, look, I don't care. I, 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 it's fine. You only have so many numbers to pick from. I. There's always been this weird thing in my head where I get upset when too many numbers get retired. And, um, you know, we're, what, a couple months removed from asking for a few more numbers to get retired for the Red Wings. But there's something in the back of my mind that's always like, I wonder if I'm going to see triple digits, you know, like before I croak. Pro sports can have triple digits on the back of the jersey. At least, uh, you know, we're talking my favorites, hockey, football, baseball, basketball. Is that going to happen? And I don't want it to happen. It doesn't right. matter. Who cares, right? I don't want it to happen. But, um that's where I don't want to see too much ownership in these numbers. So I, I don't know, Jake, there, there could be the argument made like does Jake Wallman. Is that the guy who's really going to break the streak for 96 after Holmstrom had it? I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it. Well, I Is thought there... you posed, I thought you posed an interesting question, right? I did earlier yes. today where he said, um, I mean, looking at these jerseys, are you ever going to see those numbers and think player X? 
So like the number is synonymous with that player. Um, you didn't really elaborate on if that was for better or for worse, um, but you did well, say, would it be synonymous? That's a great point because <laughs> I, I want to come back. Uh, this is kind of why I wanted to carry the who cares point. Um, it's just that Holmstrom will always be number 96 and Jake Wallman is not going to take that away. So when I started doing that math in my head, I was like, well, are any of these guys, do they have that potential? Because like right now we look at Billy Huso at 35. I still see that as Jimmy Howard's number. Um, Jared throws out there. He's shocked. Huso got Howard's number. Uh, Joey throws out there. I can't believe Detroit let Sherratt take Abby's number. That's still a tease off for me. Olimata? Number two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sherratt? Uh, yeah, Abdulkader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one I was focused on was Mata. Yeah. Yeah, two was one I thought, you know, that one could deserve a little bit more conversation. Mike, how about how about Pontus Andreasen taking Yuri Hoodler's number, number 26? <laughs> Whoa, they gave away Hoodler's number? Oh, uh, mackerel. Brett Lebda, Matt Luff taking 22. Nobody cared about that. Can I say uh, one that I... I know it was uh, just a, a very brief. Uh, um, oh, Jared with probably the uh, better call out. Than Brett Lebda. You know what? Uh, uh, shoot, that makes me think of. Um, I still think of Dino Cicerelli when he was a Red Wing at 22. I still Ooh, think, hey, you know. That was yeah. right when we started watching. So that that's a really good one. Uh, for Ketzel, number eight. Forget Abdulkader. Well, you know, like how um, they'll say, like in the NFL, like quarterbacks kind of live up to their name, you know? Yeah. Um, like Stony Case, you know, petered out very quickly because of his dumb name, but like Tom Brady, you know, Peyton Manning. So it's kind of like that, but with numbers. So when I see 81, I think, oh, cool, Marion Hosa. So I'm like, oh, Dominic Kubelik. Wow, this guy's going to be awesome. He got Hosa's number. So I'm like a little, <laughs> I'm a little more excited to see him debut because I feel like he's going to be the next Hosa if he took that, right? Yeah, what what is the line here? It was Hosa, and then was it was it Weiss? Did Weiss have eighty one right after Hosa? Oh, I maybe I just blacked it out from my memory. It's not even in there. But that's Gone. that's that's where this conversation comes from. I I want to get some thoughts uh, in the comments here, but you know, clearly, I think you could already pen Kubelik above Weiss, right? But still, below I Hosa. hope so. My uh, God. And it, Weiss sets the bar pretty low. Yeah. Ben Chirot, like you look at number eight and the boys calling out Larianoff. Of course, we just experienced Abdulkader for so many years. I think it's pretty, it, I think easily you penned in Chirot at number three. Like, I, I don't think he's taken that number. Now, uh, Jared throws out there. He hopes, uh, oh, wait, where is it? That's the wrong one. Uh, Pontus, better not like special powder. You better not, better not be a huge fan of those powdered donuts. Now, I'm not sure if this is reference to something close to Pontus or Yuri Hoodler. Um, so I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm too... lost on that reference, Jared. You're going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to confess. Is this a, co is this a cocaine here. joke? I don't know. I, I don't it know. absolutely has to be. If right? it's a Scarface reference, it's lost on me. I'm sorry. Jared will tell us. Um, but I, I would say a lot of potential. 26, we walk away. Is Pontus. Should we just go through these top to bottom? Because I feel like that's the more responsible way to do this. Or should we yeah. rank them? Well, uh, the other one, too, with, wasn't Cujo 35 with us? No, he's 31, wasn't he? Hmm. 
Well, quick Google image search ought to take care of that. Uh, Looks like 31. But for some reason, oh. I thought, yeah. Here we go. Jared Hoodler on oh. the plane yelling at the flight attendant. Hoodler was just trying to Ric Flair it up, you know, just trying to <laughs> harass some flight attendants and get famous. Um, yeah, I mean, we could we could kind of go Wait, through the numbers. Can I, can I just say, I don't even need to Google this. Like, Curtis Joseph has no ownership in number 35 if neither one of us can confirm it. And there it is. Ketzel, 31 was Cujo, which you called out. But I just want to say, like, you have to be like, <laughs> it's no, there's no question. Yeah. Right? Um, all right. Olimata, get number two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a tough one. Uh, you're not Fatizov. Yeah, yeah. That's it, what it are you doing with with Slava's number? Give same. it back. Yeah, play the same position. It's not gonna help. All right, bench rot. Like I said, I put him in third place already. Now, yeah. This so let me say one. now we we did. I did bring up the Hosa factor. Now in a in a in a kind of a the other side of the coin in a terrifying measure. Ben Sherratt decided, you know what? I'm going to be part of Red Wing Legends uh wake here. I'm going to pick number 8 after everybody loved Abdulkader throughout his Red Wing career. Uh Matt, was this a nightmare choice for him? Could there have been a worse number? Um I'm going to I'm going to give him I'm going to give him some wiggle room cuz uh unlike Olimata, he's he's got the different position. So, he'll be in a different spot. How about that? He is in a different spot, but it, he, I think he's he's carrying a lot of extra weight with that jersey number. Um, a lot of pressure to not be Abdulkader. Like it would be, it would be like the first time they hand out sixteen. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a worse number to try and try and get over, right? Yeah, I don't think they're giving. That's uh, no, it's yeah. Like I mean, they didn't try to do sixteen, right? They didn't try to do thirteen. They didn't try to do you know forty. Um, number five, obviously. No, okay, I'm not going to include number five in that, but I think you get what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I so, just... like realistic numbers, is eight the worst one to go with? I don't know, because I think if you ask Twitter, they'd all say 96. And it was uh, Prashanthayer let off the conversation, and everybody was like, yeah, wait a minute, I am upset about this. Which, you know, I... <laughs> I no. don't know if that's really how being upset about something works, but um, yeah. So wait, I think what were Twitter people upset about? 96. 96. Helpstrom. Oh, I okay. I was very confused for a second. I, th I thought people were upset with Sherratt's number. No, no, no. I'm saying you were asking what could be a worse number for him to. When I said that question, I meant like a number that's more mm -hmm. synonymous with Red Wing and Eptitude. Like right now. Hmm. Is it though? Number eight? Because we what immediately was... called out Igor. And you could... I don't know. Advocator did a lot of dirty work on that number eight. I mean, clearly, like, that's where my head went first. So as much as we've talked about... E probably Igor Larianov in the last six months has gotten more talk on this podcast than Abdulkader. But... That's true. But... All right, I can let it go. I'm just, okay. I'm just putting it out there. Um, but let's do uh, number eighteen, then. Andrew Cobb. All right, so we're talking Kirk Mulpey, right? Grindline legend, Matt, best friend of Darren McCarty. I'm gonna say Cobb has 
He has a lot of potential to take this number. You know, it's a great number. Uh, 18, you know, I, I think, uh, when we start getting to like David Perron and he's got 57, that's a, it's a pretty ugly number. I don't even like looking at it, but 18. Yeah. You know, it's got that solid number eight. You're kind of like, you're not just number eight. You're the number one, number eight, you know? Um, so I think cop like with a lot of eyeballs on him, cause people are like, well, who's the first guy that Iserman really started to turn this team around and finally invest in a second line. I, I think this could be a pretty exciting time for Andrew Cop to really make some 18. Uh, Curtis just wanted to show up and say hi. And then Curtis says, hit that thumbs up, people. Curtis, thank you so much. You're you're much better, Mark. I love Curtis. You. He's like a he's like a good looking Chris Hardwick, you know? Yeah. Like a like a palatable, enjoyable, pleasant Chris Hardwick. Uh Eric Johnson throwing out there his number two. Oh Gary Fisher. That's a good one. Eric Johnson? Yeah, so are you just saying that was another number, or is that is that one that you think of when you see number two? And um, is Yuri one of those guys that had two different numbers with the Red Wings, too? I think he did pull a Kobe Bryant. I think he did have a couple numbers. I'm going to say he had a crazy number, though. Like, it wasn't... Uh... Like, I didn't know I was going to make the team number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't find it. Um, oh no, he was number two and number eight. All right, so he gave he gave Igor a shot. He, he's just he's just a big fan of Russian hockey, really. And what was his first season? Ninety nine, two thousand. So, wow. All right, so <laughs> so wait a minute. Igor bounces, and he no no no. He would have had to take number two first, and then when would you switch to? This is so confusing. Fisher, you. You've caused my heart pain. This is now twice in my life. Um, <laughs> all right, where are we at? Uh, we're we're at eighteen. Joey wants to remind us. Uh, are we forgetting about Mark Stahl? I completely, very quickly, Joey, very quickly <laughs> forgot about Mark Stahl. Uh, Dan B pointing out to the whole conversation in general. If guys are where, uh, if if guys are wearing sacred jerseys. Uh, is our biggest gripe this season. It's a good year. That's that's true. It's a, it's a good start to the year. And, and honestly, I, I think a news light start to the year besides figuring out if Sedina's going to be on this team is... Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, that's at least one good story I can stomach week after week. Um, All right, so 21... Whew. Man, I don't, know if, I don't know if you want to call them legends, uh, but yeah. there are some former Red Wings. Uh, namely... Former top prospect, Dennis Chalowski. Got to throw out there, uh, Jared gave us a, a link. So I, I'm going to yeah, guess it. it. Oh, you got yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we got Chalowski, uh, Tomas Tatar, Vili Leno, Boy Devereaux, man. Another living legend. Um, and if you kind of comb the list, I'd say the sexiest one is probably Adam Oates. How long was that on? Ooh, he had that for, he got it, he got a couple coffee stains on it for three years. Um, so I would say that, uh, Zarnik, this is your chance, buddy. Nobody's really taking this one home. 21 <laughs> is all you, man. Uh, 22? I like how, you, I, I like this. Jared, you're a good man for sending out that link. 22 is a little confusing because we got Mitchell Stevens in there who uh, I didn't know that we had released. 
<laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I didn't know that just uh yeah, he had to give up his number. That sucks. Um we did have two two already. Uh Mike Commodore. Don't want to forget about him. Um Marty LaPointe, Dino Cicerelli. Um we got Huda in here, he's kind of cool. Uh LaPointe was a big one in our house because our, our mom loved him so yeah, much. our mom had a huge crush on him. Woo! Oh, that's right. Uh, Mitch with a uh, contract with uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Um, so All I right. will say that so, one's a tough one to take ownership of. You got a Detroit legend. Uh, I, you got two of them. Can I make the argument, though? I mean, I don't think Luff is long for this team, but... Uh, like, I think there's potential to take ownership in it because I think, like, if you ask Red Wings fans, it, it would be, like, a nice even cut of a uh, of a pie chart. You know, like, there'd be a nice good breakup or there'd be a big chunk of other. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, do I think Luff's going to do it? No. Is there, if, is there a number with potential to take Red Wing ownership? I think 22 would. Might I be. think uh, I'm fascinated to see him play because I want to see if he lives up to uh, the personalities behind Cicerelli and Marty Lapointe. Um, so I feel like you can't just have this number. You got to do something with it, bro. So a lot to live up to on this one. Um, but I do have 26, man. This is uh, not 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 necessarily a bunch of A-list celebs, uh, but I do have some names you'll recognize. Let me know if you're ready. Yeah. All right. I got Vanek. The poor bastard. We couldn't trade him enough. Uh, we got the Hoot man himself, Yuri Hoodler. Um, Ray Shepard, Joey Koser, and Matt Beck. Three years before I was born and four years before you escaped the birth canal. Matt, 1984. Barry Melrose. <laughs> Lace wow. him up. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, um, so definitely, uh, Pontus, I think you could definitely take some ownership of this bad boy. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm going to lean into that one. I'm going to say there's some, I, I'm looking at Pontus and I'm giving him some real like Fabian Brunstrom energy here. Like we got that yeah. one overtime goal. I think it was, it was a playoff goal because I was in attendance at that game from Fabian, but it was, we got some real Fabian Brunstrom energy coming from this name. And, um, <laughs> I'm I'm all about it, and F so Fabian had number seventy six, so he still couldn't take ownership. I think his second year for Brunstrom. I don't I don't know how you get. <laughs> it's, maybe somebody could remind me. How, how do you get a playoff goal, playoff winning goal, right? Was that? Oh wait, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong name here. Um, <laughs> You're on an island out there, man. That, that would be know. awful right. if I was thinking of the wrong name. Uh, um, but yeah, let's let's let's, I have give, a... let's give Pontus the nod and like. Legit I think I think surprise. right now for me he's winning. Yeah, legit could surprise and has a good number he could take ownership of. Now, number 35. Matt, there are two fascinating uh former Detroit Red Wings uh with this number. So Billy Huso gonna be the new maybe number one goalie. We don't know. Maybe. So former number 35s. Are you ready, Matt? Go for it. First name, no surprise. Mr. Put me on waivers himself, Jim Howard. <laughs> now, tongue in cheek, we make fun of him, but he did. He was there for a cup. Okay. Um, he's a goaltender. Matt, I have one more goaltender at number thirty-five, and this name is going to floor you. Go for so, it. 
You talk about guys with long tenures, but the Detroit Red Wings, they wore number 35. They were goaltenders. Matt, do you have a guess? Just go for it. This is going to blow you. Are you sitting down? Yeah. All right. No, I'm not. Because you're going to want to stand back up. Matt, one of the longest tenured Red Wing employees we've ever had. Ken Holland wore number 35 back in 1984. <laughs> now, this is my, my favorite part, is that while you were drumming this up, Jared throws in there, was waiting for this. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, we give both of them a lot of grief. They both did win. They were both here for cups, right? Yeah. Um, but, man, maybe that bodes well for Bill, right? Yeah, You know, absolutely. I'm going to be a Red Wing for the long haul at number 35. <laughs> um the next one i think definitely has an opportunity to uh own the number except it's not looking good for robert hag um if anyone knows a robert hag highlight let me know uh the other number 38s uh thomas mccullum kevin hodson tim taylor and a bunch of who's tim that the, of the nhl is that tim the tool man taylor is that it does say Tim, quotation mark, tool man, Taylor. So <laughs> it does appear to be the same. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Not Fabian Brunstrom, Damian Brunner. That's who I was thinking. Oh, of. Brunner. Yeah. I was, so I was coming through the, uh, what year am I in? The 2012, 2013 uh, statistics here. Brunstrom yeah. had a cup of coffee for five games. That's what I messed up. Gotcha. Um, but so yeah, I, I, like, uh, I like 38 as another number. I don't like... I don't yeah, that's uh, 38 is a scary number, right? Because uh, it's kind of like in like WWE, the Royal Rumble. They've done the math about which numbers are good for winning the Rumble. Number yeah. one, number two, number 30. Um, 38 kind of feels like, uh, you know, like five. Doesn't look good. Not going to put a lot of Royal Rumble winners at number 38, but... Uh, Unless you're doing you a 40-man Rumble. So as far as like Pontus owning the number... I don't know. We can almost put Hag in there because I don't really see any other contenders. So this at is least yours. For this season. It's good. Yeah. It's it's his. All right, Matt. We got your favorite uh, acquisition of this offseason. Piss. Mark Mark the pisser pissick at number forty three. Pretty excited for him. Um, he's going to beat the piss out of our opponents. Um, not a lot of contenders, but again, guys, Darren Helm. Is this Darren Helm for you? Yeah, I don't think Pissick has any chance at this. I think it's going to stay at Darren Helm for a while. All right. I mean, he's got he's got some pretty solid highlights. You know, you, you give the boy give the boy a trip around the rink with a with the Stanley Cup. It uh, does a world of wonder. It would for a boy like me. <laughs> Matt, let's move on to number forty five. Um. I yeah. can't even see that name. Is that Alcanora? I. This is funny because Dan B threw that out. Dan, there. yeah, me too, Yuzi bud. Who is this guy? Nura. We must I'm, have just had an extra shot. forty-five not... hanging around, and let's just slap a name on it. <laughs> um, uh, Eric helping everybody in the chat. He's a goalie from Finland. Um, number forty-five, Mike. I. Couldn't right now come up with a number 45 off the top of my head. That's okay. Um, we do, you will be surprised. There's one you should have thought of. Uh, Bernier was a 45. Hmm. Um, 
We did have Dominic Turgeon. I'm going to read all four of them because there's only four. Uh, our boy who never made it, Magnus Helberg. What happened to that guy? And uh, maybe the most dubious, number 45. Um, now, not only was he traded for a first-round pick, I think it was multiple trades, Mr. Kyle Quincy. Oh, cool. Um, this is also – this is uh... – this is the number that Michael Jordan had for like half a season, right? It's 45. That's 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 the Kyle yeah. Quincy treatment, I think yep. that's what they call it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, check out Magnus Helberg's. Uh, he's got some Seattle Kraken pads that look pretty sweet on Twitter I saw earlier today. Um, yeah, that's not cool. I wanted him on our team. Ton of potential, Mike, to own that 45. Confidence in him doing it. Zero. All right. It's going to be rough. Uh, that's, what do we got? I mean, this is too quick. There's this is me realizing too how many acquisitions we we did have that I had no idea actually happened till we yeah we, we threw a lot of money out there. I don't know who some of the they must have just caught money as the truck was going by or something. I don't know how they got contracts. But we're up to number fifty four, Stephen Kemper. We're gonna say his whole name because it's easier than Juicy Elkin. Uh, not gonna work here very long. Fifty four. Uh, Hey, Matt, let's on that one. Oh, wait, we got Matt, that, uh... Matt Pumple. Oh, Matt Pumple. Matt the Zit Pumple, back in uh, 2019. Those are the only two? That's all we got. All right, because that was Bobo. He was doing, he was trying to be creative, right, and not pick number nine, which, uh, you know, wouldn't work. Uh, so I I came up with Bobby Ryan too fast. But considering it's only been three uses of this in the last couple of years, Steven has the potential. All right. The number has potential. Do I think Steven Kempfer has a lot of potential in taking it away from Bobby Ryan? It's such a good story. I'm sorry, Steve. It's it's not happening. You're coming and going this season, and we will remember 54 as Bobby Ryan. How many, how many overtime goals, Mike, does do we need to see from some of these guys that we're absolutely, we're absolutely sure won't take a number. How many overtime goals do we need to see? Because my challenge to you is trying to remember Jordan Osterley's number off the top of your head. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Um, uh, I do have being, three more. Point being, he got a overtime goal. So, yeah. yeah, I do have three more names for you, Matt, if you're ready. Yeah. Go for right. it, Matt. Maybe the acquisition people are most excited about. I think I'm a little bit more excited about this one than I was Andrew Cobb, but David Perron, he's picking number 57. Um, Matt, if you pull this name out of your crack, then hats off to you. I do love Joey throws out there. Got to applaud you guys for discussing jersey numbers for half. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> I like uh, Danimals throws out there. Lol, it might be the off season if. Oh, also Tristan, can you confirm uh, Mike's nickname for Matt Pumple as Tristan? Matt the Zit Pumple. Yeah, Was Matt that... the Zit Pumple went to Tristan's grade school. <laughs> um, we got our man in the field. Um, Fifty-seven, Matt. Uh, I got Turner Elson and Mitch Callahan. So, oh boy. Uh, yep. Fifty-seven I... and Perron are going to be synonymous. There's. Uh, I think we're all going to fall in love with David Perron. Um, Very so for quick. him to take ownership in number 57, I think there's... So that's got a good number potential and a great person potential, right? 
I mean, number yeah. 18, we talked about before, that was used in some cup wins. So cop is going to have a more prominent position than what the, you know, some of the numbers we talked about or some of the names we talked about earlier, but David Braun, very little competition. And I think he's going to have a heck of a spotlight on him on, on the power play. So I think if we're making a list here, number one potential. Perron? Pretty, pretty strong. Well, I mean, um, obviously number two to Wallman taking over 96. Is all. Yeah. Um, well, let's, uh, let's look at this. Um, I got two, la- two, two more numbers for you, man. Number 81, Dominic Kubelik. Uh, we already talked about him earlier in the show. Uh, Mr. Barry and Hosa. Matt, can you tell me the other one? Um, wait, didn't we, didn't I, wasn't it Stephen Weiss? Uh, no. No? Oh, man. Um, was it Weiss level? It is Weiss level. Fuck. I can't remember his name then. For the record, Weiss was a 90. Oh, really? Oh, he was just 90? Yeah. He just played like he was 90. Matt, his reign of terror was from 2020 to 2021. Number 81, Mr. Franz Nielsen. Ah, that's right. So it was ice level. All right. I'm 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 good with that. Uh, so I will say to push back on your argument about um, like playoff moments and guys owning numbers. I mean, what did we have Hosa for? One, one season? Yeah. One magical, beautiful, wonderful season. And 81 is just etched in my brain forever. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if Kubelik can uh, harness a little Hosa power, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But uh, whew, it's going to take some playoff magic, man. <laughs> all right we got one more um obviously there's only one other guy my god what a career uh 14 years on the wing wheel mr holmstrom so i think jake wallman has the the like biggest ooh choice because he's it's still so fresh at 96 you know um i uh probably probably the winner of this game though if we're gonna say who's gonna take ownership um it's got to be Perron. I I don't I don't really see any other real contenders for here. Yeah, number one is Perron. Um, I maybe to your point of Hosa only getting one year. If Kubalik puts on a show for a few years here, there's some real potential there. Uh, I'm gonna say Cop has some real 18 potential, and of course, uh, it's just it's definitely the wild card in all of this is Pontus getting uh, ownership at number 26. So I, I d- definitely want to label that one as a wild card because there's potential in that number. Yeah. You really, I mean, Pontus is really going to have to blow our socks off. I mean, talk about, well, you know, let me, you, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to steer it another direction too. Uh, for the guy with the longest road ahead to like transform the number. I got to say Vili Husso because not only do we have that fresh memory of James Howard, um, being our goalie as number 35. I'm never going to forget that Ken Holland was also number 35. You mean after today? After today, I'm never going to forget that bit of trivia. So I hope that he can find a way to uh, take ownership of that number, but that's that's a tough one. Matt, um, do you have a similar one for longest road to owning the number? Well, what's funny is looking at number 35, I think, of Jimmy Howard without even 
like processing sport processing whatever um i'm pretty close to 43 and darren helm like that personally i think uh i think you hit the nail on the head um it's just it's time i think has is an element here too it's just that like there's no way jake wallman has taken 96 but uh it's been a little bit longer i don't know i'm trying to I'm trying to think of some other argument to make that's not exactly the same as 35 and me seeing the number 35 and thinking Howard, but 96 is tough. 43 is going to be tough. Um, little competition and I think made big marks, right? Uh, with what their number was. So yeah, let's, we can order it from uh, the top again, Peron 57, uh, probably, 81, 26, 18. And then from the bottom, it's like 35, maybe 96, then 43. For us. Yeah, for yeah, uh, anybody else. Think. Top, no, one is, top one is they're going to be synonymous. And then on the bottom, longest road. Not many game-worn Holland jerseys out there for sale. Bingo! Got him, Dan! Woo! <laughs> Well, we got uh, we got some picks in in the comments here. Uh, Jared thrown out there. He's picking Huso to own thirty five, so he's going the complete opposite direction. Also, real quick against Huso is uh, his last name also starts with an H, so I'm still going to be thinking uh, Howard. <laughs> yeah, if you see it from the right angle, it's the same jersey. You see an H yeah. and a three and a five. Um, also, Jared, I don't know if you're picking your hardest. But uh, he's still thinking Tatar on 21. That sounds Tristan. like the longest road. That's the longest road for sure. Tristan, of course, his favorite player last season, Mitch Stevens, <laughs> gone, not forgotten. I Mitch thought it was Wyatt Newpower. Tristan, what happened? <laughs> I, uh, Tristan, I hope that's your. There's no way anybody will ever take 22 again. Not from you, Tristan. He's yours. That's still, uh, ugh, man, that's still Dino or Jordan Tutu for me. Mike? Great question from Joey. Uh, we call this Detroit Red Wings news and hot takes. Hot take. Who on the Red Wings roster from Joey is going to own their number? I, I mean, I think there's a very easy couple of answers to this. because I think We might have we to push that to our next episode so we can do two episodes. Oh, my God. Two episodes on numbers. I'm going to veto <laughs> that. Um <laughs> Do you have uh, do you have the current numbers up? If you go to Hockey Reference, you can pull it up. I'm gonna uh, do. You want to, I'll just go first. Are you ready? Not even close. Oh my god! Well, yeah, you right, pull go. it up, Mike. I think it's pretty clear the winner here, number seventy three, Adam Ernie. He will forever own seventy three. I will never. I'm pretty sure there's not been another hockey player that's had number. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I didn't get even. Like a look at the camera from you. I got nothing. I got zero. I could hear radios turning off in the future tomorrow. Jesus. All right. Um, real pick. <laughs> yeah. You and your noises. 71. It's the captain. Come on. Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin is forever going to be 71 for the Detroit Red Wings. Probably in my mind. Um, this has been a team for us. I mean, we've had a podcast during this show. So clearly... This has been a, a Red Wings team that has meant a, the world to me. Uh, not like my 2008 team, where 
I would say the number 13 is untouchable for the rest of my life, even if we do hand it out again. But yeah, it's uh, it's number 71. I Here, only well, think of one. I only think of one human being, like, uh, like for fifty nine. Nobody. I can't think of any other human who has that number, and that's that's Bert. That's I see that. I don't even need to see the name. Bert is fifty nine. That's what I, when I pulled up these numbers. These are this is a pretty crazy list because you've got a fifty nine. We have an eighty four for Hulevi when he was on the team for a cup of coffee. Um, I mean, Osterly, I mentioned earlier, is 82. How often do you see that? And, of course, I got to give credit here to Eric Johnson. He's going 53 and Mo. And we oh, know yeah. Moe's going to keep that number because he picked it for his little, uh, what is it, Herbie Fully Loaded? I don't, I don't even know if that story was true, but it, it's been, it popped up online. That, that was his favorite movie, and that was the number on the car, the Herbie car. Yeah. So, uh, 53. So he's not going to change that number, according to that, I don't know, story. I, I have no idea if that came out of Moe's mouth. But um, that's a good pick. I mean, even this early on, I think we could say for sure, Eric, like you you nailed you nailed it. Um, I'm still sticking with 71 because you got the captain there. Mo is a really good one because, again, it's a, it's a kind of funky number. Um, yeah, Ernie wearing 73, so... Yeah, he owns it. Um, <laughs> hey, what's going on, Derek? Um, I you know who's quickly taking ownership is uh, Lucas Raymond with twenty three. I, I I know that you know there's that basketball player in Chicago who wore that for a while, but as far as Red Wing jerseys go, I see twenty three and I already go, oh, it's going to be a Lucas Raymond jersey. Uh, Danable's throwing it- out there the fifty three is coming from Moe's grandpa, which also rings a bell. So, again, I don't think that 53 is changing. Probably more along Danimal's <laughs> story there than uh, than Herbie. Um, I'm sorry, Mike. I saw that. What? I saw that comment, and then I jumped on what you were saying. Oh. Um, no, I, you know, I was just saying, uh, yeah, no, I think the Mo one is, is a good one. Um Again, it's it's kind of because they're kind of funky numbers, but I think that Bert and Mo are kind of the winners. Um, I guess you could throw Larkin in there, but eh, got, not a huge fan get, of seventy-one. We got to get hockey facts. So in the comments, we have Danimals throwing out their Grandpa. Joey says it's Grandpa. Dan B says it's Herbie. Hockey Fox says he talked about it on a podcast. Hockey Fox, tell us which one. Which one did Mo talk about? <laughs> um. But yeah, I I I I do like the Oh, uh, Lucas Raymond was the other one too, 23. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the Lucas Raymond call out too, but that one Oh man, I'm going to get in trouble. I need to see yeah. this season before I would commit to that number. I think I'm I'm set. I'm good to go on more Cider. Uh good to go on Dylan Larkin. Oh, look at Eric throws out there. Both. All right. Cool. So we're all right. Um Matt, the other 23s, uh, Dominic Turgeon, Brian Lashoff, Brad Stewart, Schneider. We kind of had a run of those guys who they'd put next to Lidstrom. They would just, they had the same jersey, and then they would just play next to the greatest hockey player of all time. Um, I like Schneider. Yeah, that's that's about a wrap. You got the Schneidman, and you got Stu Stu. 
Lash off, big turd, and then Lucas Rain. All right, we're going to wrap up with one more question. All right, what do you got? Tristan throws out there, if Larian's asking for something ridiculous, like over $9 million for eight years, do you consider trading him? I don't think that's that ridiculous a number, though. I think it's more of a political move to give your most important player that kind of money. Yeah, he's... That's, that's like setting the foundation of the house. And I, I'm, I would actually be okay with giving him, you know, 10% of the cap. Yeah, and if you if you're talking over nine million, that does have a pretty wide definition. Um, but if you're talking around nine million, it's not it's not going to be a contract that I'm going to be like, oh, thank God. It's going to be the same way I thought about Matthew Stafford's contract. Like he was at the time the highest paid quarterback. Of course, the salary doesn't seem to mean as much in the NFL as it does in the NHL. But like I was like, all right, cool, we have our guy signed. Like we have Dylan on the books. I think that's more of a celebration, which I I think I think Dylan should be considered. When we've talked about this before, it's tough to for me to say who is a staple on this team, who's who's on the core. But I I always seem to come back to Dylan um, and guys who have at least worn a Red Wings jersey so far. But uh, Dylan, Lucas Raymond, and Mo are are the guys that I'm. I don't know. I don't hesitate. I just throw it out there. So I think inking him is important. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to celebrate that contract being done. Cause if you trade them, you are also saying, I mean, it's gotta be, it's, it's right. It's, it's a situation where we start out like, Oh, and 20, <laughs> you know, we don't even sniff the playoffs. We are going for the lottery pick this year. And now I, I don't even think that would do it. Like I... halfway blow up the team. I think he would have to, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to say something uh, super inflammatory, but I mean, he would have to like light a fan on fire. We'll just keep with inflammatory um, and he'd still get like a suspension and then come back. I, I think you're going to have to live and die with Larkin's trajectory. I, I don't think you can really move that guy. I think he's. He's so important to the like team identity. I don't know if you can trade your team identity if he's asking for uh, similar money as uh, Nicholas Backstrom. I think you're okay if he wants you know a little bit over nine. Now that's the situation he's asking. Can I pull up Joey's comment here? I can't see Larkin asking for over nine. I can see us wanting to sign Larkin and get the deal done. I don't. Larkin does kind of feel like that guy who's not going to ask for over nine. Um, there was another point in here too. I want to point out. I just want to make sure I give the right credit. Uh, Eric thrown out there. It's not going to be a flat cap forever. That that's true. We got deal. that. Uh, we got that big ESPN deal uh, coming in. When we uh, the TV deal. So there used to be another podcast that I ran. Uh, that was at the time Matthew Stafford got his contract. That was like the biggest contract in quarterback history. And, right. and in the episode that we recorded, we talked about like, yeah, the cap's going to go up. Some other quarterback's going to get paid more next season. It's not a big deal. Um, kind of same deal here. And we're not even talking about like maxing out a Dylan Larkin contract right now. We're talking about a guy getting paid still single digits. 
You know, so I, I, we're okay. We know we have some double digits coming up. I don't know if Mo's getting double on the next contract, but I wouldn't be shocked if we got in that conversation right now and we we're like, well, so like ten... another another Norris close to Norris level season, and he's, you know, what by the end of the season is he going to be twenty one? What's he at right now? Twenty two. I mean, uh, okay. So like point wise, I think I could pick you know ten to twelve players who I you know I'm gonna are gonna score more and I would you know want them if I had to pick a guy to get a goal for me or I'm gonna die you know I'd probably pick like 10 or 12 guys over Larkin right but if I had to pick somebody to lead my hockey team whoo I uh it, it, it's those are those are tough pickings uh for a guy who's you know he's good on the stick as they say in wrestling uh I feel like he gives a hoot every night, plays both side, both ends. Uh, nice. I, I don't think it's that much of a stretch to give him like nine or over nine or even to 10. Um, just because of how important he is, uh, what the market's going to dictate once the cap uh, goes up. Um, so I don't, I don't think that that is that it's not that bananas of a number to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, player agents aren't dumb. So they're going to talk about that cap going up in a couple of years. Like, and it's probably, it's probably gonna like shoot to the moon. I I know we hate the NHL, and I don't know. Maybe I sound like an ass right now because can we really trust the NHL? But it's it's probably gonna take a big leap over a couple of years. And if you're talking eight years, spreading a contract, um, yeah, it's not. It's just not gonna hurt. And Tristan throws out there, Larkin is not more valuable than Mo. I I don't know like right now if we can say anything for sure there's a lot of gray in all of this but i think you're talking about like i will push back on that he's more valuable than mo mo could be a really great defenseman but i think we've seen that you can find pretty good defensemen at trade deadlines or in free agency but man if you're trying to find a top line center oof, forget it you got to draft him that's the only way, and you got to be at the top of the draft. That is a great point. I mean, yeah, that's like you could talk person to person, and who at the end of the day, like who's gonna be closer to like MVP awards? And I, I think there's a conversation there, but I think we're also like in the realm, d- despite us having so many losing seasons in a row. So I'm gonna sound ridiculous here. Kind of in the realm right now of like who's more valuable, Steve Eisenman or Sergey Fedorov, and somebody's going to go, well, Sergey Fedorov had all those points. Um, but then there's, you know, there's the argument of what a Steve Eisenman brings to a team opposed to that. So I'm not saying Mo does or doesn't do one of those, or Larkin does or doesn't do one of those. But it's just so hard for me to take a hard stance, black and white. One guy is better than the other. Um, I can't do it, but I think it's a very important contract to sign. I mean, Mo looks like he's going to be an, an unbelievable talent. But, I mean, the identity of your team, I, it, it's Larkin. That, I, I will push back on that a little bit and say that might be up for grabs this season. I think your captain is still in Larkin, and there's no questioning that. I think the identity of the team, like, are we talking from, like, a fan perspective? I think... I think it might be who you like are playing wise on a night to night basis. Um, I, I would, 
I would rather put more chips into a center who's going to be literally touching the puck and scoring and taking face-offs um, and being there for every important like moment of a game. Uh, I I don't I don't think a defenseman would would. It's tough to say. Would would trump the center. I think you're digging yourself a hole here because Cider's going to be in every important moment too. Like he's he's showed us last year that he will be a part of every piece of the special teams and in the most important minutes where we need to stop a goal, when we need to get a goal, he's our man. He has the most minutes of any player on the team last year. Uh, average, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most minutes. Yeah. I don't need to take average on that. So I'm just saying. I think that if Mo Sider demanded a trade, we would, you know, be pretty bummed. But I think we could find like a, an Edmondson or Wallander, and we'd be okay. But if we had to replace Larkin, woo! There is nobody on this team or in the pipeline ready to do that. That that means if he's gone, you're tanking. That's okay. a complete reboot. I still think you're wrong. Red Wing specific, yes. Centers, we need to keep them. I don't. I am not ready to to say that you could just draft another Calder winning defenseman. I think you're being a goofus right now. I think you're digging a hole, and it's just getting I think, deeper. Uh, no, you're trying I think to get you, to the other side of the planet. So you're attacking me now. No. I think that I think Edmondson and Wallander could be okay, but man, to find a, a center who's going to get almost a point a game and play defense, no That's, way. It's just as difficult to find a cider. Come on. I could find a rookie of the year, but finding like no. a consistent top there's, five, top ten defenseman. There's only one. There's only one Calder per year. No, yeah. I, I said I I could find a, a rookie of the year, but finding a guy year in year out, that's that's really tough. That's why we've shuffled through all these dudes. I, I even you know bless his heart. I'm excited to see Andrew Cop, but I, I, you know we know he's not ever the top center. I can find those second, third, fourth centers, but to find a number one, woo! I'm stuck. I, I think I, I think I, you're I bananas. Don't... I think you're bananas. Nope, 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 nope. Um, there's a lot of comments. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see them. Uh, where do I start? Uh, pick the Joey. ones biased in my direction. Joe. Joe, uh, Joey says, I feel like Larkin takes a deal like McKinnon because he knows what it takes to construct a cup-winning team. I like that. Um, Ketzel, Larkin is going to be a lifelong wing. We don't just hand out the C for less than character players. Oh, Chewy's aboard. What's up, Chewy? Chewy! Um, Eric thrown out there. Mo might get 10. Um, if Can I just say, if Larkin is getting... If Larkin's going to be at or around nine or less, whatever, we're, you know, I, I don't know where this market's going. Easy, Matt. Easy. Our next, our double Easy. digit contract. Oh, Matt. That's our next double digit contract. So I'm right. I'm right there with Eric. I think it makes sense. Um, all right. Where was I? Now I'm rereading con- uh, comments I just read. Tristan wants to pick up uh, Maddie Barzell. Um, Tristan's got Andrew Cop as three C now. <laughs> we have a lot of three C's. 
Uh, Larkin goes uh, four years, nine million, or seven to eight years, eight point seven five. That's a pretty. I mean, I say you want to lock him up for as long as possible. Derek can throw it out there, eight and a half by eight. Uh, Tristan thrown out there. Mike, you're off your rocker. Um, Ketzel throws out there. No point in not giving Larkin those eight years. Um, yeah, Tristan's going pretty hard. Um, for what? I mean, it's, what do you got? it's just kind of things I've been saying. So Mo isn't just a good defenseman, which I, I don't know. Did you say that? You were I, saying... didn't, I didn't say that Mo was a pretty good defenseman, but I meant I could find like replacement level and still get by. But to find an identity defying defining centerman is I'm not gonna find for a while. I think if you said you think it's easier to find, and you just stop me if I'm being a, an asshole the way I'm saying this. Um, you think it's easier to find your top pairing defenseman than it is to find your top line center. But once you start attacking or attaching, like it's easier to find Mo Sider than Dylan Larkin in in the draft. That's where it gets fuzzy. Because you're talking about like we're seeing potential for Sider to not just be a top pairing defenseman. We're seeing like game changer. This is the guy you build your team around. Just like just like Dylan, I would make the argument. Um, and we are doing that. So I just don't. We haven't seen him score enough to be like a super game changer, right? I mean, I mean that's like Nick Lidstrom. I, I, you know, he hasn't started scoring like that yet. So I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say he showed uh, he showed quite a bit on uh, special teams to really like take control, and he could really create offense himself. So, I mean, he's also a rookie, so. I mean, what we saw a rookie do is incredible. And he's right up there with all the rookies in regards to, like, you know, point point totals. So we do know it's tough for a defenseman to get there on the points list. So are we talking, like, those Roman uh, Yossi and uh, Victor Hedman numbers yet? No. Kale McCarr is probably the only name I should have brought up. <laughs> are we seeing that yet? No. All right, all right, all right. I think I could just, no, I just. It's not going to happen, but. I just, uh, you know, there's, yeah, there's, I mean, there's only a couple of cars, but um, I just, it just really feels like a top line center that there's only a couple of those guys in the whole league. And I, I could find, I could find pretty good defensemen and win a cup. But if I want, you know, if I want to win the cup, I need a top line center guy. I need one. You do. I just, I don't know if I need an elite number one to win a cup. I know I need an elite, you know, top line center. I think you do. Last three. Now, is Larkin that guy? Last three cups were Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman, Victor Hedman. Boom. There's my argument. Well, I mean, you know, that's like the same team. That's not fair. They also have the best goalie and like the top two lines ever. That's not right. fair. You got to build yeah, a whole team. You got to build yeah. a whole team. Yeah, you got to build a whole team. But... We drafted Simon Edvinson high too, but I would have to say, like coming into this year, I'm excited for Edvinson, but everybody's saying like, all right, we're not going to get a Mo Sider year out of this. And we could, but I'm just saying, like that was another high draft pick and we immediately... 
And when I say we, I mean Red Wings fans, the media, we were like, all right, he's going to fill a hole, but he's not going to be Mo Sider. So it was just, you know, like I'm just saying, it's, it's tough to find a Mo Sider. Yeah, it, it is, but it's even harder to find a center. I mean, we've... Let me say this. Tra- if, if we... Like, I feel more confident, like, about the Red Wings' defensive prospects than the centers, and it's not, like, for lack of trying. You know what I mean? It's not like the Red Wings are just not bothering to try and find these guys. They just, they don't pan out where it feels like we can have these prospects on the threshold of making the team and playing pretty good. But the centers, it feels like a lost cause. I mean, we're going to Andrew Kopp, who I... He's going to be fine, but he's not ever going to be, you know, like a top 20 player in the league or anything like that. How about yes. even a top 50 player in the league where I could see some of our other defensemen being at some point in their career, top 50 guys. I guess I just want to say, like, I know Dylan isn't like the best, like he's, he's, We've seen flashes where he's like top half of the league in yeah in centers, right? And well, you know what? What makes my argument so much harder for myself to make is that he's never been, you know, like over a point a night guy. Right. And that's kind of where I was going with that. I think if you were talking about your true one C, I mean, when I say true, I guess I'm I'm only kind of thinking of like Connor McDavid's and the Nathan McKinnons. Like you don't. You don't let them get away, but we wouldn't be just like doomed if Dylan Larkin left the team. Like if he was like, I'm sick of this shit. I never wanted to be drafted by the Red Wings. I want to get out of Michigan. Like if he made that comment in the newspaper, like that was his Players Tribune article. Fuck this shit. Dylan Larkin. Um... <laughs> well, that, what if that's where it gets a little scary though? Like for my argument to say that he is the identity of the team, he is the captain, which we know is a, a tough thing to earn in this city they're not gonna let them walk i feel like they're gonna make like a you know we're a best for both both parties deal you know so it's probably not gonna be you know a 10-year contract it's not gonna be a three-year contract but it's gonna be pretty lengthy and you need him to be a over a point a night guy so i mean i think they're really gonna have to ride or die with this guy so it's gonna be up to whether or not he turns into a top you know 10 15 player so yeah. when you say doomed, that's what kind of made me think of that. It's your like doom is maybe the wrong word, but your fate is so tied into his development into whether or not he turns the corner and becomes not just very, 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 very good, but elite. So that that for me is the discussion Steve has to have in a in a you know locked sealed room about you know hopefully some room for air. Uh, but a lack sealed room to be like, my God, is this the reason we trade him? Like, we know he's not elite. Yeah, I, I'm i just... And he put up good numbers with Lucas and Bertuzzi last year, right? They were top line, top like a top number one line. Yeah. Now he's going to have maybe some better defensemen behind him, maybe a little goaltender change, maybe all that stuff, you know, where the pudding makes it work. But, whoo, it's tough. I know. I, it, that's the thing is that these decisions are tough. I would say 
you're you're going to get hurt in some of these future contracts and that's what's going to make all of these decisions more difficult but you want those and you like to hope that you have steve eiserman because he's going to make the right trades and the right moves at the right time like he did with the lightning uh to make them into a you know every year stanley cup contender so that's what's funny is that we picked a guy that could build draft and we've seen him do the second part with the lightning so you, you like to hope you have the perfect gm i'm i don't know Getting back to the cider or Larkin thing, I still can't. I don't. I would never say or with those guys. <laughs> it's gonna be an and for me all day long. Um, there's no. Yeah, like I'm. This is. I think we said political for something else earlier, but this is this is totally like I'm digging my feet in. I'll be stubborn as hell forever. There's there's no or here. It's just and for both. I'm giving them both money. So I think I want to make one distinction, uh, just for myself as a as a credible. Um, opinion on this show if somebody said to me michael you have to decide if the red wings trade larkin or cider and it's just for a hockey decision we'll figure out like don't you dare go we'll figure out who's we'll figure out who's you know gonna play in the rest of the spots and you're gonna get really good value for your trade god damn it is it hard to trade mo cider but you're doing it is that what you're saying no okay I like the way this team operates, like that's where that human element comes in. And that's what makes these decisions so much harder. And it's not NHL, you know, 2K or whatever. Um, Larkin is an easier trade in a video game. I would never trade Cider in a video game. Never, ever, 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 ever. He's going to be a 99 overall best defenseman in the game. But Larkin, he's going to be a 90. And can I find a way to get a 98? <laughs> well, that's what like like Tristan's thrown out there too. And this might be to the point of like not giving him the 9 million is because there's going to be other guys available that you could throw all that money at. But if you start subtracting Dylan Larkin and you're now you've got cops still on your second line <laughs> and you're like, all right, McKinnon, come over and save us. That's and, yeah. That's why that stuff is so tough. Right. Because right. it's like, Hey, come here. We, destroyed all our depth to you know enable you to have a contract it doesn't make sense why would they come here um but i feel like we do have the cap space we could and maybe that's why we're sitting with i think we still have nine million left like we haven't completely depleted our space yeah uh... um to try and you know see what we can do with a little bit sexier free agent class uh coming up i mean that would be that would be a fun point to bring up too. Like, uh, what do we have coming up for the season? Yeah, so that nine point two. So, so give give Larks another three million this year on top of what he's getting paid, and you still have still have six point two left to throw out somewhere else. And uh, you know, you've got you've got some pretty good garbage contracts um, <laughs> that'll be gone. Or, yeah, like uh, or no don't have commitment. a lot of trouble if, uh, shoot, actually, we could be in a ton of trouble. If you overpay Dylan, you overpay Tyler Bertuzzi, then uh, you've got one more year before you got to, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say rightfully so, but also overpay more insider, maybe just large contract. I don't, I don't want to say overpay. Um, but yeah, like all, all of these huge contracts are coming up. So that if you're looking down the line and you've decided that Dylan will never be enough, and he's going to put you in that situation where you're hoping 
that the salary cap's going up. I don't I don't think Steve is going to operate his team that way, but I think agents will operate their players that way. Like, hey, cap's going up, man. You got to pay him more. He's going to have to figure into how this cap's going to increase in the future. And Steve has to operate like this cap's never going to move, right? And that's how he's got to go into those negotiating rooms. And, of course, you know, really come out on top because then when it goes up, he'll have a ton of room. Um, but yeah, I threw these out there while you were talking. Eric throws out there, you're always going to have bad contracts. Dan B, Wings fans long for the day we were worried about fitting all our players under the cap. <laughs> uh, Murdoch's around, Evening Bros. Hey, Murdoch. <clears throat> Derek Hand, I miss the days when we had three number one centers. There's a couple of instances that was going down. Uh, we had like lifetime. five or six. We just yeah. started stuffing them on the wings. Yeah. <laughs> um. Joey throws out there. Suter and Valeno played on the first line last year, so ah, had Joey. number one centers. <laughs> um, and Tristan throws out there. Next free agency is loaded with top six centers, which begs the question: Why Andrew Cop in this contract? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Adam thrown in there. I always miss you guys popping at the end. Don't worry, oh, Adam. I'm sorry, still, Adam. it'll still be available, but we miss you too, buddy. Um, Ketzel Bert isn't getting overpaid. I'm just, you know, you guys know my thoughts on Bert. Uh, Dan B, agents work on a percentage, don't they? Um, I'm talking about like their negotiation moving forward is is like they're they're gonna be saying like this. My boy deserves this because it's going up. Like I I, I have to believe that that's an element of negotiation while they're in the room because they want their boys to make as much money as possible. Um. Chewy thrown out there. He agrees with, uh, with Ketzel. Um, so yeah, Mike, we had that one slide up the entire episode and we got all that conversation in probably could have removed it quite a while ago, about a half hour ago. <laughs> so we yeah. got into the Larks conversation. Um, two sides of Larks, right? We talked about Larks forever owning number 71. Also get rid of them next year. Um, I know that's not necessarily what Tristan was saying, but uh, then we got into the cider versus larks, and still think anyway, you, guys are, uh, you guys are creating the wrong equation. It's never been, it's never been cider or larkin. It's been how can we make this all work? You guys are goofy gusses out there. But uh, Eric already piecing out. Uh, I think it's time that we peace out. I'm getting sleepy, um, and I still gotta put this thing into an episode or something. Um. Oh shoot! I forgot to do the ad read again. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Mike? No, just for my basketball nerds. Um, what if yeah, Larkin Joey. is just? What if uh, Larkin is just Bradley Beal? <sighs> Terrifying thought. Yep. Um, he's I, a Washington I, Wizard a lot of money he's like ingrained in the community really good player but the whiz are never going to be anything more than an eight seed so whoo scary uh, very good player but you know you know what's a sure bet mike and eh, anything on DraftKings. college football's back by the way it's time to enjoy the tradition the fun and all the great offers from DraftKings sportsbook to celebrate the time of year right now new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly. Win or lose. 
If that's not enough action, you can also place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team to score first, and more. Um, Mike, I also saw that there's some uh, fun little games with Dylan Larkin out there. Is he... uh, is he going to score more than thirty this year? I think was, uh, was nope. the Dylan Larkin thing. Also, the Red Wings you can put a you can put a tiny bit of money down and win a ton, and just say they're going to win the Atlantic this year. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just five dollars on college football and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over most uh, eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text Tennessee red line at 1-800-9789 in New York. Call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Uh, one per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager $200 issued as eight, uh, $25 free bets. Woo. All right. I did it. Uh, Chewy, Chewy threw out there. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but he threw out a competitor and then realized it was DraftKings. All right. Um, all right, let's go. <laughs> we did it. Hour 20, man. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Should I hit the button? All right, I'll hit the button. See you guys. All right, see you.